Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams. Overcome our fears and doubts and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. Well, hello, this is Joe Parker, along with Kimberly Parker, and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Today, we're going to talk about self-love. <laughs> so, this topic, a couple of things come up for me when I, when I think of self-love. On, on one hand, it, it feels, oh, lovey-dovey, wonderful, terrific, and nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the other hand, it feels like, oh, boy, uh, sort of a uh, little trepidation and um, fear around that. Mm. And so I ask myself, Why? Why are these two opposing feelings of, oh, yes, right on, self-love, let's do it, and oh, no, can I really go there? And I, I guess my, the answer to that for me probably is because practicing self-love is fairly new for me. So I think whenever there's something new in our lives, there's some excitement around that, there's some joy, and then there's also doubt, I've made a commitment to myself in the past year to to practice self-love. And, and I think one of the reasons that came about is last year I, I got very, very sick. And I was um, beating myself up because I wasn't getting better. I was really, really sick. The kind where you can't get out of bed and you just kind of kind of hang around the house for days and that kind of sick. And after four days, I decided I was done with that, and I was going to get feel better and go out. And, and so I, I pushed it, and I got sicker. And I ended up back in bed. And I was fighting this, fighting this, being ill, not wanting to be ill, deciding it was time to be done with this, and got back out and was talking to a friend about pushing myself. And, and she asked me what my symptoms were, and I told her, and she said, Oh my gosh, if you don't slow down and take care of yourself, you're going to end up in the hospital with an ammonia. So you better just stop all this, you know, living by self-propulsion and take care of yourself. And I really listened. That went straight to my heart. And and I realized how unkind and, and hard I was being on myself. And I vowed at that time that if I ever got sick again, I would not treat myself that way, that I would be kind and loving and supportive and patient. And and I'm happy to report that this year I did that. I was not as sick as I was last year. However, um, this year I found that I, I got some kind of a bug and I was gentle and loving and I rested and I hydrated and I gave myself permission to stay in bed. And what a difference that made. And it felt so kind and loving. Because that's what I would do for you. That's what I would do for my children. That's what I would do for, you know, friends. I would treat them with that loving kindness. And I wasn't giving that to myself. And so I vowed this year, I want to be loving and kind 
and understanding and patient with myself. So it's fairly new. It's a fairly new practice for me, and um, it feels good, but it's not always easy. I, I fall back into that that idea that if I just push myself and beat myself up a little bit now and then, I'll just get myself into shape. <laughs> right. Push yourself to be better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a kind of an old uh, technique, an old way of thinking that being hard on ourselves is going to help us get better. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've, I've done that for years where I, I'm t- tough on myself and I think, yeah, I'm improving myself because I'm being, I'm being tough on me and not allowing myself to be satisfied with, um, what I'm thinking or how, or how good I'm doing. However, what, what I ends up doing instead of, getting better it's it's a way of kind of tearing myself down and i never end up feeling good about myself because i'm always critical mm. of everything i do and everything i've accomplished so you know, that's not self-love you know mm. being tough on me um is not self-love being, self-love is acceptance self-love is being happy with what i've i've been able to do or the way i feel about myself and and being in acceptance that's more self-love. You know, I remember, you know, being in some some courses, and and there was there was one deal where you would evaluate yourself. You know, how are you doing about this, and how are you doing? You know, how are you treating yourself? How are you showing up? How are you engaging with other people? And and throughout the whole course, I was just you know being hard on myself. You know, you haven't done enough, and you could do better. <laughs> and, and in the end, I realized, man, I was just, <clears throat> that was just more me not accepting myself. Because I was showing up just as well as everybody. And I was working just as hard and uh, getting as much out of it. But I was just not allowing myself to get any credit for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, what a poor way to love myself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it, you know, being hard on myself is never been helpful well it always backfires it might it might give you a surge of of energy or surge of something but there's always backfires because there's the not enoughs Mm -hmm. you get into the not enoughs not enough this this isn't enough this isn't enough this and i'm not enough oh absolutely yeah the the i'm not enough message was i i got that loud and clear as i was growing up that you know i always needed to be more and have more do more yeah yeah and that's you know how you end up how i end up you know not being much of a giver sometimes because i feel like i'm empty inside because i'm not enough so i have to take in order Mm. to fill myself up and that's you know not a good way to live it's a selfish way to live Mm. um and when when i'm able to give it to myself you know fill up and feel that I am enough, then I have the ability to give because then I feel mm. full. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. I was talking to a friend the other day and I was talking about how sometimes I feel like I'm being selfish if I'm giving to myself and really taking care of myself and putting myself first. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. That's You must do those things because that is the most unselfish way to live. Because when you give to yourself, 
and you care for yourself and you love yourself and put yourself first and take care of your own basic needs, you have a lot more to give. And we all remember that analogy of being in the airplane where they say, put your own mask on first before you assist your child with the oxygen mask. Mm -hmm. And it goes against what we think is the right way to be. We, we think we've always got to take care of our children and, and help others and take care of others. But it's true. If we don't put on our own oxygen mask, then we have a danger of passing out and not being able to help our child or assist other people. So to give to ourselves, to practice self-care and love and, and nurturing and filling our own cup, and then we're full, we have so much more to give others. And especially difficult for me to understand, and I think a lot of women, because we are raised to care for others and put ourselves last. And so it's a new practice for me to really put myself first and, and, and nurture myself and care for myself and love myself and know that I am enough. I am enough. And when I come from that place I of really believing that I am enough, I start seeing, wow, it's true. And look at what all I've done. And look at all that I've accomplished and all the ways that I give. Because when I come from that place of I'm not enough and I, I'm, I'm not enough, I don't do enough, I don't have enough, I cannot see all the good that I that I have done because I discount it. I discount it all because I'm coming from not enough. Yeah, that's true. We we don't give ourselves credit for um, any of our past accomplishments when we don't feel like we're enough because it's it's never enough. <laughs> well, it's always flawed. We and we get into that critical place of judging ourselves. It could have been this. I, I would have, should have, could have stuff. That would have, should have, could have stuff. Instead of seeing how we're bring, always bringing our best to what we have. Because we really, <laughs> we just do the best we can. Mm -hmm. We just, as human beings, we do the best we can. And some days, our best is better than others. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we judge ourselves on those high, high-end days where we had where our health was strong and we weren't sick or we, we had so much to give. We judge ourselves on that. What about that day? Well, that's not realistic. You know, sometimes we get sick and guess what? That means we have to slow down and go back to bed and just take a day off and take care of ourselves and, and you know, recharge our batteries. Yeah, I think one of the challenges is putting a routine in place where I can practice self-love, mm. you know, do things for me, exercise on a regular basis, spend time working on things that I enjoy, maybe doing a little meditation, making sure I get enough sleep, you know, having a, a practice of self-love. Mm. You know, I, I can do it here and there, but, you know, putting it in place on a regular basis so that it happens, that has, has been a challenge because... You know, it seems like every day is something different, and developing a routine that I can uh, stick with is tough. I think one thing that's helped me with that, there's more things that I'd like to add to that to get better at that, and, and I think uh, for me, starting with one thing has been the key to developing some really good healthy habits. So for me, I knew that meditation was key. That was really key for me, and so... I started a daily practice of meditation, and I've been able to stick to that. And sometimes it surprises me because 
Um, sometimes I've I've started healthy habits and I've let them go and start them Mm -hmm. again and let them go. However, I've been able to stick with meditation because it feels so good and I see such great results. And honestly, that's where my practice of self-love really started was that practice of self-meditation because I've grown and, and deepened that connection. But just starting with something simple, like maybe it's water. Maybe you're wanting to drink more water and, um, you know, taking in more water is a good healthy practice that can turn into a healthy habit that we can remember to do every day. It starts small. And I think when we can take those little baby steps, then we can start adding to that and adding to that. And remember to focus on the progress and not perfection, because sometimes we get these grand ideas and sometimes it's like, we're going to change it overnight and we're going to do it all in a day. And then that's so the expectation is so unrealistic that there's this great disappointment when that doesn't happen. And then mm-hmm. it's easy to fall back into old habits that we're not really satisfied with. Yeah, I think all change is kind of incremental change um, in the end, that it's just a accumulation of very small changes mm-hmm. that we make in our life that over a long period of time have a huge difference. Absolutely. Small so, change, big difference. Right. Yeah. But it's just like one or two little things that you that you do Start with one thing and, and stick to that until you start to see some of the changes from it. And then if you want to add something else, add something else to it. So if you want to, like you said, start drinking more water, that's a great small change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've actually been doing that myself lately. Uh, and I like, for example, sometimes in the late afternoon when I'm at work, I'll start to get kind of tired. And And what I've discovered is if I keep a bottle of water there at my desk and I take you know, drink about a half a liter of water or something like that, then my energy returns. And well, I just, you're hydrating your body. Yeah, I'm hydrating and, and, yeah. and boom, my, I don't so I don't need a pop, I don't need more coffee or, or anything like that. a candy bar. Yeah, right, I just need water. And mm. then, boom I rebound. So, you know, something like that, it's just such a small little change that can make a big difference in my energy level. Here's to small changes making a big difference in our lives. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's it for the Program Your Life podcast for this week. And we hope that you love yourself because it's really important. And we're all learning. We're all, um, we're all on the learning team, aren't we? Growing and learning and changing together. Absolutely. We're on the learning Talking team. Talking about our discoveries and living the good life. All right. Love yourself and we will catch you again on the Program Your Life podcast. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We were so happy to be able to share this episode of the Program Your Life podcast with you. Make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org. You can always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off. Bye-bye.